Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. Welcome to the Prime Culture Podcast. It's your host. Um, once fired, but now came back. <laughs> um, we're back, everybody, with episode two of this season. How are we episode doing? Episode two. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Amen. Amen. Come on. If you don't know that and you come to Abundant, <laughs> you need to learn that. <laughs> That's old school, old school. Well, if I back. remember, remember. Yes, I was raised in this Mexico. That would have been a good remember Mexico. <laughs> Dios ha sido bueno. Dios what was one from Mexico bueno. that they would always say that everybody knows how to say back? Oh, That's I su don't nombre. Know. Gloria. <laughs> su gloria. Más Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know it. I'm forgetting it. That's funny, dude. <laughs> Something about Victoria. Uh, yes. A su nombre. Gloria. Y a su gente, a su pueblo. La Victoria. La Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably butchering it. Sheesh. We apologize for anyone. Man, we're a super Mexa. Sorry. Hey, welcome back, Felipe. We're talking about the goodness. When I think of the goodness of Jesus. And all that he's done for me. My when soul. my soul cries out, hallelujah. Come on, baby. I thank God we just for took it to church. me. Hey. <laughs> God <laughs> is a good God. Yes, he is. Anyway, hey. I, I, we're going to talk about the goodness of God in a very unique way, which I think is going to be very refreshing for everyone. Because I think when we hear the goodness of God, everyone has already like us. Here's you know? how I know. Here's notions. how I know. Everyone has. Your know God is goodness good. is running after oh, He just gave you your good. own personal praise break right it's now. running after me. Hey, that's good. I read a devotion on the goodness of God, and they literally just rewrote the song. That's that song. Did? Yes. Cheaters. <laughs> you can't do that. I was like, oh, wow. That. Okay, sorry. I, I interrupted the, the chief. No, the, no. I, wasn't even, I, I, I was just saying that God gave you your own personal praise break right now, bro. Yeah. You were clapping right now like you were on a praise break. Uh, it's, it's you know it's kind of on it's the like, two and four, son. <laughs> yeah, we heard you. I'm starting to you know kind of like let let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna stop fighting it. <laughs> when let I'm around you, I can't fight it anymore. I just real, I just, Ooh, feel just, like, I just have to join just you. Let it join be. in. I just have to join. Just in. let it be. Just let it be. No, man, I'm super excited about this this series of conversations that we're having on the podcast. Um, I think that us unpacking good. God, good people is going to be life-changing for so many people. And so today we just wanted to talk a little bit. Last week we talked about God is God, yes. right? In the last podcast. Um, today I think we just, we like we drill down or just kind of put some focus on the goodness of God, right? There's so much to be said about the goodness of God, right? Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. And so there's something about God's character that's willing to, to chase us and follow us. And so anyway, I just, I'm excited for the conversation, man. I love that. I love that. How do, how do you want to start it? Man, 
I think I think this. I, I think, just think I've heard Tunisian. <laughs> this is funny. Go go. What do you think? God is good. I'm about to interrupt you. I just think. <laughs> no, I just think the goodness of God is something that people. I mean, it, it's not wrong, but I think it's thrown out so much. And I yes. think it, it loses sometimes, I don't want to say it loses its value, but I think people lose the, the perspective of where the of where that actually comes from. Yes. And, um, you know, if you're a person that's gone through really difficult things, yeah. the goodness of God tends to be something you kind of maybe shy away from talking right. or you kind of like, you don't want to like mess with it. Yeah. Or um, if like the question that everybody has is like, if this happens, if this happens, if God is good, then how come this and this happens? You know, so yep. I think... It's a subject that um, I think it would be really good to dive in into those those gray areas, if yeah. that makes sense. That's good. A lot of times people don't want to say God is good because they don't want to be disappointed. Oof. Right? And so they just don't. And they, or they don't want the smoke yeah. from somebody else, though. Yeah, for Jeez. sure. For sure. Wow. I think, that's, I think that's that right there is a big idea. I think I struggled a lot with it when I was younger. Um, and I didn't... Re- <laughs> I struggled with it a lot when I was younger and I didn't realize that it's a, it's a profound theological truth. I struggled with living in the goodness of God because I knew God was good and I was not. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would resist the goodness of God, mm. the grace of God. So if we're, talk, if we're talking about goodness, right? Yeah. We're talking about things that inherently are pleasing to humanity, right? Um, because you know the Lord has his has his holiness, and we'll talk about that. He has his justice, yes, and we'll talk about that. But man, the goodness of God is—it's beautiful, right? It's His grace, His mercy, His kindness, mm. His favor. Um, the 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 fact that you know the the declaration in in Genesis that may the Lord cause His face to shine upon, upon you and you. give you peace. May yeah. the Lord be gracious unto you and cause his countenance to surely rise upon goodness. you. Know? And, and David writing, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. You know, I think, I think if, if we can start right there, I think when I was a young adult or a younger adult, I'm always going to say that even when I'm 60, when I was a younger ahead, adult. Um, <clears throat> I, <laughs> the truth is that you Go can ahead. always say that because it's always true. Dude, yeah. absolutely. It is 100%, right? I was a younger adult. I was a I younger was adult. Then, you know, I once was young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Psalm 37, 25. Neither here nor, nor there. It has nothing to do with bread. anything. Mm-hmm. Huh? Nor what? his seed begging bread. <laughs> nor his seed begging for bread. No, but um, so it was, it was a, it was actually, believe, believe it or not, man, believe it or not, it was a place of like condemnation for me. Mm. Um, and Jesus said it this way, my people perish for lack of knowledge. They don't understand and they die. And if I had understood this truth, which is a theological truth, God is good, I am not. I am only good, but by the grace of God. Amen. Right? Only. Okay. Then I would not have wrestled so much with accepting the goodness of God the love of God, the forgiveness of God, the grace and mercy of the Lord in my life without attempting to reconcile my moral attributes to what I thought he expected of me Mm. when really I superimposed them on myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And so I think that's a good place to start. God is good. We are not. Mm. We are good because because God is good. Yeah. And only but by the grace of God are we made good 
by faith in Christ. By faith in Christ. And I think right? that's a, the only place where you can actually rest in God's goodness. Other than that, you're always trying to help God be good. Yeah. So everybody can say, oh, yeah, God's good to you because you have everything you want, but you're still striving in your own strength yeah. and not resting in the goodness of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's. And, you know, I think, I think you know, if, as we're talking to 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, you're in a real transitory season of your life. I love that word, transitory. Um, I know. <clears throat> But all that means is it means that you're changing. Mm -hmm. Life is changing. Your definitions are changing, y'all. Mm -hmm. You're, you're renewing your mind your every day. Your understanding is changing. Your maturity is changing. Your tastes and your palate is changing, right? Like if your you're awareness. a 20 if you're a 28-year-old professional, 4 years ago, you were eating McDonald's late night dollar menu nair. Right now, and okay with it, and it was fine, and that was good. <laughs> and your body didn't even feel yeah, it. for real, and that was good. But now you, now the Lord is and that blessing was good you, enough. and you're like, I'm gonna go to Casa Pantera. Oh, right? Why? 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 Right? Why? Because you leveled up. My <laughs> definitions have changed. My palate has changed. My experience has changed. My outlook has changed. And so we are transitory. What does that mean? It means I'm changing. I'm in flux. So I need a perspective of goodness that, that can stand the test of time that didn't begin with me and doesn't end with right. me. Right. And so I think that Felipe is an incredible place to really just hone in and help our young adults to say, Hey, your goodness and better yet, let's pause. Let's make it top down. In the last episode, we talked about the, yeah. the attributes say, of yeah. the top down. Because we like to say, oh, God, you make me good. You make, and we make it all about us. Mm. So let's stop that. Let's not do that. Let's not reinforce that really bad uh, framework of theology. Mm -hmm. okay? okay? You first need John 3.16. Come on. Before you can say you're good. Come on. <laughs> Number one. 100%. <laughs> right? So I need to understand that there is a goodness that is eternal. Mm -hmm. That there was a goodness that does not need me, right, nor my affirmation or validation of it for it to work. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't need the construct of my current situation for it to, to align good. with it for it to be correct. Does it make sense? 100%. Right? His goodness can speak to me from eternity when I'm 23. Yeah, that's right. And he can look at the life of a 19-year-old Cruz Ramirez who's getting high every day, making bad decisions, and say, that boy's good. Right? And I wrestled with that out of my own pride. Mm -hmm. I wrestled with it because it's like, I'm, but I want to be, I want to feel good. How about we talk about that? Mm. How about we talk about that? The difference between I want to feel good Versus, I am good because God is good. There's so the, the underlying thought that kind of, kind of keeps popping up in my head is the same way that we kind of like unpacked that God is God last episode. We must first unpack what we mean or what someone would mean when we say God is good. And I think you can't talk about God is good the same way that you were that we were talking about last episode about God is God is it's it's not an attribute it's a nature one hundred percent and an essence 100%. for lack of a better word you use the 100%. word character which I just love mm -hmm. like it's just his character he can't help himself yeah but to be good it's not something right. that he's trying to be so mm -hmm. that you approve of right. him yeah right. 
it's something that he cannot be. If he wasn't good, he couldn't be himself. Right. And I think um, one of the hardest definitions for me to understand was that because I always perceived the Lord on my circumstances at the time. Mm, and I think that's where most young adults find themselves. Yeah, for sure. It's like where I'm at is how good God, how good God's being to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a good point because if they're not in a good place, a lot of people think that God's mad at them. You, God's, you, the man, look at the Holy Ghost just in this couch. Yeah. God's only, God's only being like this good to me right now. Yeah. Because I did <laughs> A, B and C. Yes. And so then it's back to me and my yes. work oh, this and is where it. I'm at and what I'm doing. So then I got to log in the hours this is in it. order for God to be good to me again. This is it. Because and we're that's both, wrong. we're both, oh, Oh my God, you guys are brilliant. We're both transitory. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing, or I'm not, um, oh, what was it? What is it? What, is it, what, what, what did you say? Because you said, I'm not doing good and God's not being good to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Watch. So that, those are, those are the two states often of humanity, mm -hmm. right? When we're at our, um, lesser, uh, our, our lesser states, okay? Or like our, lesser, our lesser order, our lesser yeah. order, toxic traits, right? So I'm, tr I'm, I'm, I'm transitory right now. God's not good to me. Right. Me and God, we're not good. Yeah. We're not and good. we don't Why? even expect Cause, anything. Cause he's not, cause he's not doing what I want him to do. Right. Right. And so that's, tra that's transitory mm -hmm. or it's transactional, right? Where that's it's good, like, oh man, I haven't done enough. I don't I haven't, man, I have, man, I don't have enough currency with God, right. man. Like, no man, it's like his goodness is on layaway. I'm paying for it. And one day I'm going to yeah, get it. Yeah. Dang. His goodness is on, on layaway. layaway. <laughs> Wow. But it, wow. You know, unfortunately, it's the truth of so many young adults because that's what they've been taught. It's like maybe in a Mexican household, you can get these Why privileges. Why are you picking on Mexicans, bro? Well, I mean, that's who we are. We, I we mean, can. that's the only place I can Why speak Why are we from. like this? <laughs> that's the only place I can si speak from. I mean, if you do this, then you get that. Yeah, 100 So then you translate it into the same. You know, yeah. God's like, oh, he's a father, so I'm supposed to do good in order for for me to get good from him mm -hmm. not understanding that he is good period it has nothing to do with me or my circumstances but has everything for 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 it to be like me having faith in him for him to just be good period i love this yeah. I, I love i love this okay you can't remove that attribute from no the Lord. i love you this can. but I love it's a this. revelation though that um i hope you guys can grasp and just take a minute and be like wait a minute so I don't really have to do anything to earn God's goodness. But also, can I say that God doesn't have to do anything to not be good? Say okay. It. Can I say that? Yeah. Say it. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is that if God didn't do anything for you today, Diana, for the rest of your life, God would still be good. God would still be good. Absolutely. God it's would not still be something good. that he's working himself so that you believe it for him. It's like, again, it's essence. It's who he is. It's right. like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to say it. Does that make sense? No, it's yeah. essentially, fundamentally him. When you get God, you get good. It, and, and so there is not a scenario where you don't get goodness. Because that's who he is. Because it's who he is. Now, what we have to come to terms with, though, is that his way is not my way. Yeah, yeah. And his thoughts that's it. are not, not my, my thoughts. thoughts. And so that's we, in the Bible, we, guys. We like, it's a book of Isaiah. We like to see God through the lenses of a genie. Yes. Right? He's good when he grants my wishes. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's good when he responds to my whims. He's good when he works for me and no one else. That, and, that's a good point, though, because a lot of young adults sometimes see prayer 
as like going Sitting to on the Santa's Lord uh-huh, and or a genie and saying, oh, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do that? Right. And that's their prayer time. That's their prayer language. I just wanted to take a moment and just if you didn't know that that's not prayer. Prayer is supposed to change me. And it's supposed to do something inside of me. I'm not sitting there and just making a wish list. Yeah, I don't I I don't disagree with you, but if I can expand the thought a yeah, little bit on sure. prayer. Now, if it's if it's the wish list without an understanding of God, then I'm a spoiled brat. Yeah. Okay. However, that's the, the viewpoint the, I was coming yes, from. Yes, correct. No, you're absolutely right. Where we want to get though in experiencing God's goodness and even in our time of prayer, right? Is you know, Matthew Matthew talks about it all over the place. Matthew 18 specifically, if any two should touch and agree, right, and pray according to my will, mm -hmm. right, according to the will of the Father, in another place it, it talks about in pray in Jesus' name, mm -hmm. right, which Jesus' name is not saying, Lord, I want a million dollars in Jesus' name. Jesus' name literally means pray in the way of Jesus or in the nature of Jesus. Yes, what does that him. mean? What's the nature of Jesus? The nature of Jesus is he was attributional. He was Messiah, he was counselor. Yeah. He was a rabbi, but the, his supreme nature was he was the son, mm. right? So the nature that he confers to us, that is word confer simply means he shares with, offers, makes available to us is sonship, sonship. right? So when I pray in Jesus' name, I don't just, in Jesus' name is not just thing that I just attach to the end of a prayer. In Jesus' name is the disposition that I carry myself. By faith, I can approach in the name of Jesus, in the nature of Jesus. And I approach the Father as a son. Amen. And as a good son, I don't go to finesse my father. I'm not a prodigal son. I'm a good son. And so I pray things that align with the nature of my father. Mm -hmm. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so yeah, my yeah. petitioning comes from, you know what? First of all, I know you're good. Yeah, yeah. So however, however you, however, however you choose and however you yeah. respond, I know your goodness is bigger than my current need. Yeah, yeah. So right? Good. And so he'll give you whatever you ask when you ask in the nature of, of Jesus. But sometimes you can, you can, you can kind of, you can kind of laterally look at the grammar in that statement and say, he'll give you what to ask. When you, when you have the nature of Jesus, it changes it what you ask for. It Exactly. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so I'm, I'm with you 100% that mm -hmm. our, our time of prayer is a time where we acknowledge the, the mm -hmm. goodness of God, right? So how does Jesus teach us how to pray in Matthew 6 or Matthew 5? 5 or 6? One of those two. I think it's 5. Um, but he says, you know, Father. our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is heaven. What is he saying? He, first of all, he's acknowledging the Lordship and his own nature, right? I can't say you're my Father if I don't acknowledge that I'm a son. You see what I'm saying? So he's saying, when you approach God and you, in your time of prayer, what you do is you acknowledge both his nature and your nature Yours. by calling him our father, right? Which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What am I doing? I'm submitting to yeah. his way, not my way, Amen. right? And if I'm going to experience the richness, the, I mean the richness of the goodness of God, I don't know, Felipe, that... Oh man, I hope I don't sound like a heretic. I'm just telling my story. I don't know that I, that I don't know that I've seen the fullness of God's goodness and the fullness of everything I ever wanted converged at the same time. Mm. Mm. Uh, I, I agree. 
You know, I think there are well, moments. We're still living. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there are moments that are sweet spots, and there are yeah. seasons of favor, and there are seasons yes. of reaping, and there are seasons that are just extraordinary where that happens. Absolutely. But often, what happens is when I come into a season in my time of prayer, in my time of petitioning, in my time of expectation, in my time of setting faith, our time of setting faith, when we acknowledge that God is good and in his goodness, he's faithful. And in his, in his goodness, he's sure. And in his goodness, he's constant. What that begins to do, that begins to shift my, the desires of my heart. Yes, for sure. Psalm 37 says it this way, um, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Because when, when you're thinking about God's good thoughts for you, his good yes. plans yes. for you, mm-hmm. then if you really, again, understand that the Lord the Lord's goodness is his character, his essence, then all of a sudden you you start wondering what his plan is because it, it's you. 100% better, better than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better. That's good. So then you're, you're asked questions. So then you ask things like, what what yes. do you want me to do? Yeah. Where yes. should I go? Yes. Exactly. Where should I work? Yeah. You yeah, guys, yeah. Who should I marry? That's you guys. good. You, you stop like being selfish in that area. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like something settles in you. You're like, wait a minute. Your plans are better, so 100%, talk to me. 100%. But that only comes from understanding, again, first, that the Lord's goodness, it's its something He is. He is good. He's a mm-hmm. good God. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no one else that wants, there's no one that has better plans for you. <laughs> That's so good. No, yeah, but look, I love that you're saying That's this, right? It. Because let's, let's, create, let's create a framework of believing, okay? okay? And a framework of proper positioning of... Um, the intentionality and the understanding of what I believe. So, Felipe, you're saying God is good. Yes. Right? It's his essence. I can't separate goodness from oh, God. God. When I get God, I get good. I get good. Right? Okay, very good. So, if I believe and I, if I say I love God, I have to say I love his, his goodness. Uh-huh. I love his version of good. Yes. I love good. his expression of good. If I say, God, I choose God. What I'm saying is I can't separate his goodness from, him. from God because I can say, God, I, 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 I acknowledge you, but I want your goodness this way. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. I can't separate him from it. So I think there's a really key discipleship moment here for you guys to, to really understand that I cannot be a double-minded person. Mm-hmm. And a double-minded person is going to be unstable in all their ways. I cannot be double-minded about God. A lot of times we, we talk about double-mindedness between the world and the kingdom, between the spirit and the flesh. But man, we can't be double-minded in how we view God. I cannot separate God. Yeah. from. I cannot separate God's goodness expressed towards me from God's virtue and his nature and his essence, right? I'm going to be unstable in my walk with God if I don't reconcile that his godness and his goodness are one and the same. And when I worship God, I'm worshiping his goodness at the same time, saying your way is better better than my way. Your way, your goodness is better than than this simple idea that this finite human could come up with of what goodness is. As if you're eternal, bro. As if I haven't heard that in a long time. (laughs) You and I were talking, we were talking about about Job and and arguing with God. Who's Job? Job. Oh, I Joe. Joe. <laughs> Some guy from Prime Culture who I argues know, like, with God all, t- all the time. Shout out Joe. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Get your together, bro. Shout out Joe. <laughs> no, Sorry. but we're talking about Job, right? Okay. And his and his three how his three friends came and just were like questioning God, questioning him, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then God finally speaks up. 
right? And he says, listen, okay, if you guys want to interact with me, you want to have a dialogue, answer this first. Where were you when lightning was born? Mm -hmm. Because if you, if you were there when lightning was born, we can talk. Where, do you know where I store all the snow? Mm -hmm. The Lord says that in the book of Job. Mm -hmm. Do you know where I store the snow? Because <laughs> if you can go find all the snow, because you have to think about it this way, right? He's, he's eternal. So every snowflake that will ever fall, he knows where it is. And so he's saying, if, wild. If, if you can, if you can tell me where I store the snow, then you and I can reason together. Mm, come on. Oh, bro. Now, this is exactly what I was thinking the, in the last episode. Did you know that, well, maybe you haven't thought about this, but I love what you're saying because we as human beings cannot actually define what things are. We can only name them by mm. what they mm. do or they feel mm. or they smell mm. or they look like, right? Mm. So we call dirt, dirt, but we don't know what it is. We just call it dirt because it's brown and it's on the ground and it's just <laughs> it's a dirt. way. It's dirt. Think about it. The humans, we just, we just label things to understand things. Okay. But then the only one that can actually provide definition to things is the Lord. Amen. So to me, goodness, your definition of goodness cannot come from yourself, yourself. your circumstance. <laughs> it cannot come from your, your own biased opinion. Your own biased opinion. <laughs> it must come from the source. The one right. that says this is good. That's so good. So I, I love the story of Job because Job still said, still never disrespected the goodness of Ever. God yeah. in the middle of the trial. Ever. Right. Ever. He was still able to say, Blessed be the name Blessed of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed Jeez. be. And I think the name you honestly Lord. don't understand God's goodness, or I don't want to say you don't understand, but I think there's a lot of work to be done in us if in a try if in the middle of a try, in the middle of a difficult circumstance, we can't manage to say that. Right. But th this is where we have to understand, right? Wow. The 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 eternity of God and the transitoriness of man. Right? We're temporary. He's fine, he's he's yeah. infinite. Yeah. Right. And so in a, in a, in a momentary affliction, which that's what they are, momentary afflictions. That's Paul said it. it this way, these light afflictions, which are, but for a moment yeah. pale in comparison to the weight of glory that yeah. are going to be, is going to be revealed. I think young adults forget that. And that's a good right. reminder. It's, but for a moment, right. what you're going through in your twenties, thirties, even forties is, but I love this. For I love a this. moment. Like, I love this. let that sink in. I love but this. For a moment. That means it has a season. It's going to end. There, the sun's going to come up. Come it's going to change. I love it's this. not going to be like this I love forever. This. And I wonder. And yeah, I'm wonder, just saying. No, I, I'm just no. speaking hope into somebody where you thought this was going to be forever. Like, no, it's but. For a moment. But for a moment. It's, so just repeat that in your spirit. This is but for every day when you wake up. This is but for a moment. This is not forever. And start speaking hope back into your life. How are you going to be just laid up on a couch preaching like that? That's, that's I mean, what I, I, I just, like, that just hit my spirit. <laughs> that's what I want to know. Because I think I, I work with a lot of um, like patients that are really, really sick. Yeah. And some of them are almost transitory going to the other yeah, side. Sure. And they talk about the goodness of God because they woke up that morning. They talk about That's the goodness incredible. of God because they can walk from the kitchen table to the bathroom. That's incredible. 
So I think if we get a different perspective and put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and not be so like selfish in our own depression, in our own box, in our own hole, and we look up and look around and see what the Lord and how good he's been to others, man, that'll just give you a pep in your step and a little kick in the butt to get up and Come say, on. hey, you know what? This is but for but for a moment. A moment. The Jeez. way I just kept hearing it in this in this term, right? It, the way you were saying it is, I mean, I love that. It's but for a moment, 100 percent I would say it this way. This this problem is for a time, but God is good all the time. All the time. All the time. Right? Come on, this situation good. is for a time, but God is good all the time. Yes, amen. This heartbreak is for a time, but God is good all the time. Amen. You know, and amen. so we have to hold the light of eternity over the oh, momentary God. situation Jeez. and say, man, God's goodness you, outshines, outpaces, yes. outruns, you, and Father. will outlast this current this moment, which is but for a time, but my God is good all the time, oh, right? So um, and yeah, I think, I think that's a big idea, Felipe, because we, we, look, we just, we came out of culture conference a couple months ago and we have this this thing in us about eternity, which mm -hmm. so we still haven't even gotten out. I was yet. about to yeah. say, you know, we still <laughs> haven't even gotten it out yet. We you know, like, we still haven't face. even gotten it out yet. Um, but it's it's major in everything. You can you you cannot experience the fullness of God's goodness, the fullness mm. of joy, mm -hmm. the fullness of love, the fullness of the gospel, the fullness of salvation, all of the above. Everything that that every attribute that stems from the first attribute, which is what God is God, right? You we can't appreciate any of those things if we don't understand that it's eternal, that it's for all time. Before anything existed, he was good. You, before before there was a planet earth he was good you know what i'm saying before like so surely surely the thing that you're walking through right now that has created heartbreak or that's created heart-wrenching situations or that is that has created hurt and pain surely he can outlast that surely he can amen surely goodness mercy. and mercy will follow me Amen. what does that mean that means that there's something after this yes yes yeah you know and i think i think for, for for many of us it's hard to look up and beyond our current bad that we don't see the overwhelming good of god mm, so good i just want when you said not but for a moment it made me think about like god is worried about your forever and I think the best way to, not the best way, but I think one of the ways that we can talk about the goodness of God is talking about the good news of the gospel. Mm, amen. Absolutely. Because the Lord, yes, he's worried about your now and he's worried about exactly what you're going through. He's concerned. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, he was, he was worried about our forever with him. So and good. I don't think there's a better expression than to give your son to, yes. to die on a cross so that we could be finally reconciled with the Father. So I think <clears throat> that's a big piece of God's goodness. It, it, is, it is the, okay, I don't mean, I don't mean to be all smart alecky, you know, but it is the fullness of God's goodness. The gospel mm. is. It's yeah, the fullness it's of his goodness. It is the fullness of who he is. Yes. It's the full, it really is. God is the gospel. Just the same way God is good, God is the gospel. Amen. Good news. Right? Because everything that makes him God holy, just, perfect, righteous, loving, all of it, everything is encapsulated in the Christ event. Come on. It's encapsulated. It's all right there. Mm 
in what Christ accomplished in his finished work. God is the gospel. So we're going to talk about good news for sure, but you're absolutely right. Like I can't, I cannot, cannot, cannot apprehend and cannot grasp it. If I don't see like, if I don't look at the gospel and the gospel message and say, man, God is good. Oh God, you're so good. Amen. It's preposterous what you did. I don't understand it. It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. It's, it's, scandalous. it's scandalous. Exactly. Yeah. It's absolutely scandalous, but my goodness. It just makes me think of the people that you share, you share that you work with and, you know, they wake up and they're sick. They're very sick. They wake up in the morning saying, man, um, I woke up this morning. God's good. You know, I think that's a different perspective in a different place that where the goodness of God comes from. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I don't mean to be heavy, but the good news of the gospel and the goodness of God um, promises us something on the other side of death. Yeah. And, you know, and you might be, you might be in a situation where somebody in your family is fighting literally for their life, or you might be fighting for your life. And, and the goodness of God is not represented. Um, I guess the way that I want to say it is God's goodness is, is also real in your life um, because of the promise after death. Amen. And that ultimately is, <laughs> is like the best thing ever. I don't know how to say it in a better way, but I think some of us, again, some of us might doubt the goodness of God because of death itself. Yeah. I think death I is like you. a big, right. like, ugh. Like, yeah, it's it got is. really good because this person died. Yeah. It's got really good because this person couldn't make it. Right. God didn't heal. And I think we have a like a good opportunity to dive into that a little bit. <laughs> I really like the way you explained that, Cruz. You want to talk about it? Because you, for a long time, I felt like that was something that I, w I would struggle with, like death, just because I, I see it frequently. And um, the way you explain death and when you're healed on the other side is so beautiful. So if you can share yeah, um, I made it heavy. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's not heavy. Look, remember. It's reality, though. It's reality. And this is discipleship. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> um. You guys, okay, so let me, let me zoom out a little bit and just talk about discipleship period. Um, we, the, the culture we are building and the culture we're believing for is a culture that knows how to build, right? We're, we're here to teach young adults how to build the abundant life that Jesus came for them to enjoy. Amen. I have, and so you're, I have to understand that you're in a season of building I'm going to use this word a lot in this season of the podcast, okay? Um, but you're building a framework, yeah. okay? You're building the boundaries of your life. You're building the, the, the borders and you're building the, the, the framing of, your, of your theological perspectives, right? So it's really, it's really, really important how, what, who, why, yeah. when, all of it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to reinforce our mission. So if, if you ask, what's the mission of Prime Culture? The mission of Prime Culture is to teach young adults how to build the abundant life. So I have to ask myself, okay, what's the abundant life, right? So we believe that it's a life that, that God is blessing, a life that is moving forward, a life that is thriving. I like to add a little bit of, of a little bit to that, right? That's how our church defines the abundant life. And that's correct, absolutely biblical. Um, <clears throat> when I study John 10, 10, which is what our church is built on, that the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life, have it more abundantly. 
Abundance is not measured in that statement. Abundance is not measured necessarily in things that I can possess. Yeah. Because a man's abundance and his wealth is not measured in things that you possess. Why? Because you can take it away. Um, is it really abundance if a, thief, if a thief can steal it, kill it, and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Is it really abundance? Um, so Jesus is actually saying, I'm giving you, Something that I'm giving you an abundance away. that a thief can't steal, a thief so can't good. kill, and a thief can't destroy. I could shout right now. (laughs) Jesus also taught it this way. He said, don't fear the man that can hurt your body. Fear the the one that can touch your soul, touch your spirit. Right? But that's good news. Right. Oh, my God. Um, So then then the question now is, what's the abundant life? It's a life that Satan can't touch, Mm. either on earth or in eternity. Yeah. Right? So it's a life that's greater than death. Amen. Come on. That's what this is. Because Satan's greatest victory was death. Yes. That's what that's what First uh, Corinthians fifteen says. Um, death wears your sting, yeah. and grave wears your victory. Law gives sin its power, and de- sin results in death. But praise be to God, who gives us victory over sin, death, and hell, the grave, and the grave yeah. through Christ our Lord. Yeah. Right. So like, again, I'm discipling you. I'm I'm helping you build I your understand. framework. So the goodness of God cannot be contained in 70 or 80 years Come on. that I'm alive on this side. Thank you, Father. And, and it cannot be contained or limited by the death, the earthly death of somebody. Absolutely. Right? So, so when, when we die, and we're going to die, Paul said it this way. You guys, when you get a chance, go read 1 Corinthians 15. It'll bless your life. It will, it will bless your life. But Paul said it this way. We're, we are we all have bodies that are dying daily. Yeah. For this body must be transformed. Let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. Right around mm. verse 45, he, yeah. he turns it. Let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not be, we will not all die, but we will transform. It will happen in a twinkling, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, when the last trumpet sounds, those who were died, dead in Christ will, shall arise in victory, and those who are alive in Christ will be transformed. Yeah. And here's the point. He says, for these bodies which are corruptible must become incorruptible. And these bodies which are mortal must become immortal. And this body which is dying every day must become a body that will last forever because what is, what is dying every day cannot inherit will last forever. So the abundant life, the God life that Ooh, he's offering us through Christ Jesus is a life that extends beyond death. I promise you every billionaire on this planet will bankrupt themselves to yeah. beat death, For to sure. live 500 years on earth. Yeah. But heaven bankrupted itself by giving the greatest treasure. Come on, man. Thank you. So that we could live forever Forever in heaven. Right? So what's the great hope I have? The great hope I have is that death does not have the last word. Yeah, yeah. The goodness of God is not seen in the fact that my life was perfect. The goodness of God was seen in that the perfect one came and gave me life. Yeah, yeah. That's the goodness of God. Mm. That's the good news. This is the gospel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the good news. Yeah. That, that death no longer has reign or power or dominion over me. Amen. Right? So how do we navigate that? How do I navigate how do I navigate? How do I navigate the the, the the counterbalance of, man? I'm alive on earth. Yeah. I have, I, but I have I have a heavenly hope. But it hurts, Cruz. It hurt. I just I lost my mom a year ago, bro. Yeah, yeah. I lost my mom at COVID, and I never. She didn't even get to see me finish college. Yeah. What's up? What's what's? Where's God's goodness in that? Listen, first of all, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You. You're, I'm sorry. It hurt. I. 
I'm sorry. Remember, the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. <clears throat> the thief came. Satan, Satan created death. Yeah. Through the sin of one, Satan tempted the first humans. Right? This is good discipleship. Here we go. Satan tempts the first humans. They betray God. Yeah. They betray their relationship. And they give authority of earth to Satan. Yep. We owned the earth. We were stewards of the earth. Before we messed up. And we gave it to Satan. Cruz, yeah. how do you know that we gave it to Satan? Because Satan can't give something that doesn't belong to him. Do you remember when he's um, tempting Jesus? Mm -hmm. And the first temptation is, if you really be the son of God, turn this stone into hunger. bread. Yeah. Right? It's hunger. Jesus says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of father. father. Right? And then he says, if you really be the son of God, throw yourself off this cliff. Or he says that he, will, he, he has charged his angels that not one, that you should not hit your foot to, to hurt yourself. And he yeah, says, yeah. Saint the Lord God rebuke you. It is written, you should not tempt the Lord your God. And then in the third temptation, he says, if you just bow down and worship me, I'll give you all of this that belongs to me. Mm -hmm. He was giving him the earth. Why? Because we gave it to him. What Saint didn't know is that Jesus was about to go jack the keys from him. Yeah. Right? Right? Okay. So... <clears throat> So anyway, so I'm saying, all, I'm saying all that to share this, that the goodness of God is still for you. Why? Because his goodness is not limited to 70, 80 years. His goodness is not limited to the fact whether or not it went our way. I will always give you credit on this, Felipe, because it blessed me when I heard you say it at your mother-in-law's funeral, mm. that God is not faithful to our expectations. He's faithful to his word. Amen. That's where his goodness is. His goodness his isn't seen that I get what I expected. Yeah. Right. His goodness is seen that he keeps his, his word. word. He keeps his word. And yeah. at the end of the day, if his word says that I have victory over death, then that gives me hope that I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living, whether I'm living in eternity or, or living there. here. But I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. So I will not lose my heart. And friend, that's what, is, that's what you're fighting for today yeah. is your heart. Because if you lose your heart, lose you lose your hope. And if you lose your hope, you lose your faith. And if yeah. you lose your faith, it's hard to please God. And what pleases God? Be, him being good to you. That's a word. So beautiful. That's what pleases him. Amen. Him bestowing his goodness on you. My believing in him doesn't bring him pleasure. He doesn't need me to believe in him. It's what my believing in, in him allows him to do for me that makes him find pleasure in that transaction, right? Okay. <clears throat> so where do we see the goodness of God? We see the goodness of God in this. He's so faithful. Watch. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul says it this way. When you grieve. Mm. When you grieve. He doesn't say if. Yeah. It'll happen to all of us. He doesn't say if you grieve. Let's just do some expectation management. Christianity 101. <clears throat> Contrary to popular belief, maybe you've never heard it this way, right? But like, there's this thing that if you come to Jesus, life gets easy. It's, it's rainbows and Skittles and butterflies and, I don't know why I said Skittles. Lattes. I love Skittles, by the way, but I don't eat Skittles. Lattes, oof, that are just perfect, you know? Um, it's not that. But it's not that. John 16, 33, <laughs> Jesus said, in this world, he said, in this world, you will have trouble. Yeah. But take heart. Take heart. I've overcome the world. Right? What's overcome the world? His goodness, his grace, his mercy. 
So Paul says it to the Thessalonian church, he says, look, when you grieve, when you grieve, it's not if, it's when, do not grieve as those who have no, no hope. Instead, be hopeful. So he says, don't grieve as those who have no hope as if death has the last word. Mm. As if that's it. Like, that's it. And then he goes on to reveal the wonderful secret again. We'll be transformed, all of that. And he says, so encourage yourself with these words. We will not all die. We will be transformed and we'll be reunited once again. Right? So what's the big idea here? The big idea here comes back to this one point. Listen, I know grief hurts. Yeah. I lost my dad last year. Right? I, I did. And I thought I was ready. My dad was 92. But I still catch myself on days where I wish I could just call him. Yeah. You know, I enjoy talking to my dad. I enjoyed the wisdom that a 90-year-old could give me, you know? So I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's picture perfect. I'm not saying that at all. But you know what gives me hope? That because of God's goodness, I can't, come, I can't bring him back to me, but one day I'm going to go to him because of God's goodness. Want to know how I can go to him because of God's goodness? Because God gave me the gospel. Mm -hmm. And in the gospel, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him not would not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. I have everlasting life, bro. God is good. God is good. I have everlasting life. My dad has everlasting life. Yeah. My, and, and one day I'm going to go to him. I'm not in a rush. One day I'm going to go to him. <laughs> and in that, we see the goodness of God. Amen. So it's not perfect. I get it. All of us, all of us have attention and all of yeah. us have a pain point. All of us do. I'm not trying to say get over it. I'm not trying to say that at all. I'm saying, if you're grieving, don't lose your hope. God is good. If you're grieving, if it hurts, don't grieve like someone who's hopeless. Amen. As if all you have is life, life and death on this side. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's not all you have. That isn't. Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. Life that is more than life. So good. Does that make sense? Amen. And in that we see the goodness of God. Yeah. And all of that is driven, again, God is God, God is love, God is life, God is the gospel. I can't wait to talk about the good news. It's good. We, I mean, we always talk about the good news, yeah. but we're Amen. really going to unpack the gospel of God, of, of, of the gospel of Jesus, you know? But, but our hope is that, that no one misses on the goodness of God based mm -hmm. on everything else that this world kind of does yeah. to us, Amen. but that we hold on to the goodness of God yeah. despite circumstance yeah. and that we know him as a good God. Yeah. God. And you know, we can land the plane on this. We can, we can close on this. It's okay. It's okay to talk to God and say, Hey, this is a bad season. Sure. This is, this was a bad moment. I don't like it. I don't like how I feel. I miss the person I love. I didn't expect it to go this way, but don't leave it at that. Be hopeful, but you're good. That's what hope sounds like in those moments. But I choose to believe. And I want to teach you guys that thought right there. I choose to believe. Because for many of us who go through seasons of grief and loss, patterns of trauma, moments of pain, if you're waiting for the feeling to come, yeah. you may be waiting a long time. So don't wait for the feeling to come. Choose. You can say, I choose to believe that you're a good God. Amen. I choose to believe. Because of what you said. Because I choose to believe your word. Yes. Your amen. word is true. My God is because good. Because he's not amen. He's not committed to your expectations, but he's committed to his word. Amen. To his so word. what he said about himself, 
Yep. It's true. Amen. Amen. Jeremiah said it this way, and we'll land the plane here, that he watches over his word to fulfill it. Amen. He watches over his word. He doesn't watch over my heart necessarily. He doesn't watch over my expectations. He watches over his word. And God gave you his word. Amen. And his word is good. Why? His word is true. God is because God is good. Amen. 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 God, God yes. is good. Good God, good people. Good God. Good people. I love it. Hey, you're good, suitable, usable, and pleasing. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, do us a favor. Do this for us. We ask all of y'all every time, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening to, on, to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, will you, if you're on Apple Podcasts, would you just leave us a review, a rating? It just helps us so much. Share this. If you're on YouTube, turn on the bell notification. Give us a like. Share the content. Man, this is a blessing to so many people, and so you can be a blessing by sharing this. So thank you guys for rocking with us. We love our culture community online. You guys are incredible. You're absolutely the best. And more than that, you're good. Peace. Good people, prime people, my people. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Love you.